Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome back, Pods fans, to another episode of Ring the Bell Pods Talk. Nick Kreider here, joined as always by Heath Bell. We didn't have much happen over the last couple of weeks. It's kind of a boring time to be a Padres fan, right? Yeah, during the trade deadline, you know, the Padres really haven't made any good moves. So, you know, once again, they finally didn't make any good moves. Yeah. But, well, bullshit. They want, they, they finally, okay, let's put it this way. I was trying to be nonchalant, but so two years ago, we lost out in Mookie Betts in the offseason. We yep. were really close. Uh, the year before that, we were going to get Bryce Harper. We ended up with Machado, I think is great. But then last year, we lost out to Max Scherzer. That I think would have helped us out. Now we finally beat the Dodgers in the trade deadline, and we got Soto and Bell, Josh Bell. Yep. So so do you like the Juan Soto deal? I'm going to play the negative guy. You talk about the positive guy. But I'll bring, it into yeah. po- I'll bring it into positive again. So go ahead. Hell yeah, I like the deal. Look. Okay, why do you like the deal? Because the guy's hitting 250. Okay. Aside from him hitting 246, he's got over 20 home runs. His OPS is high. His on-base percentage is high. And he's a generational talent. I mean, a guy like this does not come available hardly ever. Right. But I will say there's some generation talent the first couple of years. They do great and then they fizzle off. Yeah, but I think everyone's coming to realize that Juan Soto is a little different. Yeah, so here's okay. So there's me being a bad guy for Juan Soto, but here's the thing: I love the trade for Juan Soto. I'll tell you what I really love the trade with the Nationals for. But uh, first of all, Soto, when the Nationals were a good team, he was batting over three thirty. He won a batting title. So I'm projecting he was very unhappy this last year and this year, and he wasn't trying very hard. So I think with a winning team, he's going to try harder. And he's going to be more into the game. And with the Padres lineup, especially if Tatis comes back in the next week to two weeks with Machado, with guys starting to swing the bat a little bit. Grissom hit a home run the other night, a walk-off. That was Pro, pretty awesome. Profar's hitting, Profar's hitting like over 520 in the last like seven or eight games. So what I'm loving about Soto is 
I think if he's happy here that I think he is because, you know, he, okay. First of all, he turned down $460 million. I don't know how you do that unless you really, really hate where you're at. Yeah. So, but, and so me personally looking, I look at every side. I don't know if he's a generational player. He's got potential to be that, but I'm a little weary, but here's the other aspect. When he's happy, he plays really, really well. And And guess what? He just got paired up with a friend of his since they're 15 years old. Exactly. So I think he's going to be very happy in San Diego. And I think San Diego and the reverse offer him. And even the reverse, look at Tatis. He's probably happy now too. So maybe he gets to play even better. Exactly. But I really think, okay, so this is what I think the secret of the Padres might be is Josh Bell. I think he's going to be, it's like, he's a throw in. I don't even know how Preller came across and got him. He's third in the national league with most multiple hit games this year. Hitting over 300. Exactly. Well, he's hitting, he's hitting lefties. 315 or something like that. And the righties to switch better batting like two, 290. It's a massive so, upgrade. It's a massive, he, massive upgrade. So it's just one of those things that I think he's, nobody's talking about bell. And I mean, bell looks great in the uniform. I Padre uniform. There was he's a 21 massive. a couple years ago about that. You know, he's my brother, Josh, even though we don't look alike, we're just, you know, brothers from another mother. But, um, I, I think he's a little resemblance a hero in this lineup. I really do. I think he's going to be the guy at the end of the season. Everybody's going to be talking about Soto and Bell's just going to crush. No, I agree with you there. And you say he's a throw in, but I, I really think that there just wasn't a market for him. There wasn't a ton of suitors out there that were looking to add him. You could say the Astros, but they went out and got Trey Mancini. So really only left us and maybe the Brewers were a good fit, but I, I just don't know if there was a market. So that's why you put them in. Maybe add a couple extra prospects or maybe we add one extra prospect. I am sad to see Luke Voigt go. Obviously, we know what happened. Eric Hosmer declined to go to Washington. And so instead, they said, we need a first baseman. So they threw in Luke Voigt. You got you to gotta expect that Luke Voigt is not happy with Eric Hosmer right now, right? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. He's probably because a lot of Padre fans started really liking him right now. And I think Luke, he's personally, he he'll never team. probably admit it. Probably yep. never admit it, but he's like, fuck you, Eric. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he goes from a playoff team to the Washington Nationals, who are in full rebuild mode. But you know what? Luke could, you know, have a career. He could do really well and he could be their first baseman for a long time. You know, the, he was only going to be with the uh, Padres for a year. So you never but he's know. controllable. I think I think he has two years left on this. Yeah, on but list. I'm just saying they could easily said, Hey, we want to let you go, Will Myers or whatnot. There's we have multiple first basements. They could have easily done something. Where wow. he could, I mean, trust me, he's not happy, but Washington's a, is a good place to play, but they're just a bad team this year. I, and I, totally I saw, speaking of Will Myers, I saw a tweet yesterday and, and it really just like warmed up my heart that I saw this. So I guess Will Myers was like looking at the clock yesterday during trade deadline and just waiting till three o'clock Pacific time to roll around. And when it happened, he goes to Ryan Christensen, the, the bench coach, he says, look, man, I'm really excited to be here. And like, I, I really think that this is our time. And like, I'm so glad that, you know, I didn't get traded basically gave him a big high five. So yeah. Will is the longest tenured Padre. 
He deserves to have every ounce of the winning that we get and all of the parades and all that and all of the <laughs> everything. He deserves it all. And I'm really happy that he's still on this team, um, you know, playing first base. He looks great defensively. He, he still needs to kind of work on his offense, but they, I think he's a good guy to have on this team just for morale. I personally think Will Myers would be good for um, DH role. Yeah, I'm down really, for that too. I think if he just hits, because the guy can hit, it's just all that other aspect, I think, plays into him not hitting. One, getting hurt, but also defense, playing outfield, throwing guys out, playing first. You know, I think he's one of those guys that plays takes defense to the offense. Yep. Uh, when he's playing good defense, he'll play good offense, but just I think he's a pure hitter. So, yep. you know, and then, and so I'm, I'm happy. I'm definitely, I think all the Padre fans are happy about the, the, you know, Preller, the front office actually finally going out and getting offense. I've been saying all year we need to get offense. We have a closer now. Josh, that Hager. was very surprising that Milwaukee got rid of him. I think for him, it's kind of just like Taylor Rogers has ran its course. You know, it, he started to really fall off and he lost his role. And Josh Hader is a guy who's literally been dominant his entire career. And you want to go out and get the best guy that you could possibly get that's available. He's got a great postseason record as well. We did give up a lot of big pieces, but the Brewers already DFA'd the Nelson Lament. So we can go ahead and resign him if we want him back. Well, I didn't even like Lament, but that's just me. But here's Injuries. the thing. The only okay, the only person that you're unhappy with the trade, me, it's Mackenzie Gore. Oh, you're talking he, about all the guys that we gave away? Yeah, all the guys we got rid of. Yeah. So he's the only guy out of everybody that I was like, I didn't really want to get rid of him, but everybody that we got, if we had to get rid of him, because everyone we got shows everybody that we're trying to win this year, not trying to win next year, building something we're trying to win this year. I think next year too, because I think all the guys that we got besides Josh Bell are with us next year as well. Haters also with us next year too. He's, he's up for arbitration, but, but from the guys that we got rid of, I mean, look, it hurts to see all of them go just because like we've been told that they're going to be so good. The one that really had been growing on me was James Wood. I'm not sure how much you've heard of him, but he's been a really he's been really growing a lot in people's minds as a top prospect. And I mean, he's huge. He's like six, eight or something, six, nine plays great defense in center field and he's got power. So this guy could be the next Aaron Judge. I mean, that's it's early to say that, but I think a lot of people really wanted him. Uh, CJ, of course, that's uh, it's hard to see him go, but like, look, we have a short stop. Tatis. Exactly. Yeah. It's redundant at this point. We've got Kim too. Gore, it definitely hurts as well. And it looked like he was really molding into that rotation. Sad to see the kid go. Um, but you know, it's a business. And if you want to go so out got, and get Juan Soto, you got to give up big guys. So personally, so Eric Hosmer, I know he's gone and we talked a little bit about him not Good wanting riddance. to go to Washington and then. I don't know how we sent him to Boston, but that was a great job us sending him to, to paying Boston. his paying his full contract though. We didn't shed I, any money. I thought we sent like 40 million or something. Yeah, all all 44 million is is what he has left on his contract. Oh, so they're paying the whole thing. I thought the we were paying thing. part of it. The oh. whole thing. Well, so. maybe they really they well, they do need somebody in the clubhouse, and he's a great clubhouse guy, Eric. I sad to see him go, but you know, he's his time's over in San Diego and I think he can help a team rebuild and get to the transition, but 
for us, hey, we needed big, to cut ties. It's a big upgrade for Boston. They have had dog shit first baseman <laughs> for the past couple of years. So it's a big upgrade for them and opens up a spot for Josh Bell. So I'm, I'm really happy with how it went. In terms of clubhouse guys, I mean, Manny Machado's the team captain. He's the clubhouse so I, leader. No, definitely. And I will say this. And Machado, I think Machado and Tatis, clubhouse guys. In Cronenworth. Um, yeah. And I so and and here's the thing. Like, I remember the day Jake Peavy, you know, he got traded to the White Sox. And the Padres tried to trade him to the White Sox. He denied it. They did it again. He denied it. And the third time finally agreed to it because his agent was like, finally, they don't want you. And I think that's what happened to Eric a little bit, but he wanted to go somewhere where he wanted. So I think they probably had a talk with him and said, okay, you don't want to go to Washington, but do we need to move you? Yeah. Well, he wants to win. He still wants to win. I think yeah. Boston is out of a season having well now. this year, but right. has a chance. They but always they can, have a chance. They can year. rebound. Yeah. I mean, they've got young guys that are promising. They need pitching. That's really what they need. But no, I, I'm with you. It Look, as much as I rag on Eric Cosmer, you're not signing Manny Machado without him. You're not getting all these free agents to come to San oh, yeah. Diego without him. I mean, he's he was the guy that started all this, right? Oh, and yeah. I mean, as much as you, you know, rag on AJ Preller, yes, he did a good job here, but no, this is the first time I'm giving him props. Exactly. And I'll I'm, be on record to say, AJ Preller, you actually did a good but, job. It's the first time in a Padre uniform or a Padre front office that you did a hell of a good job. And I, I agree hope with you, you keep doing good jobs like this. He, Peter Seidler said in the press conference where they introduced Soto and Josh Bell, they said, I'd like to thank AJ for bringing San Diego baseball to this level that it is. Because look, we've never really seen it like this. We've never seen superstars like Tatis and Machado and Soto. No, we've all seen the same Tatis. But no, I'm, Machado was uh, not sure, but we had to, we've never dumped that 300 yeah, million. No, but I'm saying that this did not happen in other GM tenors. No, I got you. Because we, because here's Kevin Towers didn't do it. AJ Smith, Kevin didn't Towers, do it. but you had owners that did not want to spend money. Correct. That's what happened. Now these owners have given Preller a, le- a too long of a leash, but they've given him a leash, and they're willing to spend money. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because I've been bugging with this question for a while. I okay. First of all, I want to say, or we can talk about after I have a question. I think the Padres now, because somebody asked me, I think my son did. Okay, so where does this take the Padres now? And I said it takes us right at the same level as the Dodgers. It's going to be the Dodgers or Padres to get to the World Series. Or the it Mets. really is. I think we can get past them. Um, Snell needs to pitch a little bit better, or at least pitch as good as he's pitching. Starting pitching just needs to step it up just a tad. But I think we have the offense for them to step it up and you know make one mistake. That's fine. I think we have the offense now that you don't have to be basically perfect every single pitch. So this offseason, so we have Soto for two more years. Who would you go out and get? And would you throw big money at anybody? Because I have one person that I think would be perfect for this team. And we would have sellouts, probably 80 out of 81 games per year. It, depending on how Josh Bell plays, I'd be interested in re-signing him because his contract's expiring. No, I um, think his, I think he, yeah, I definitely. But here's the thing. We're talking about, about a new some, guy, right? You're talking about I'm someone talking who's about not a smarty. I'm talking about new guy because Joe Musgrove signed a five-year deal. Well, yeah, the for congrats, deal. Con- that, that that I'm love that right there. Hometown kid, probably taking a hometown discount too. Getting to stay with the team that he grew up watching. You know, Jake Peavy's number. Got a really million a year. I don't yep. think so. But anyway, still. Oh, I think he would have got more. Oh, probably. But here's the thing. 
I mean, he he probably could have got 25 in the open market, but 20, 100 million, God, you're, you're, it's nice. you're fine. No, yeah, you're living you're good. You're living good. But I mean, it gives us a little bit more flexibility to spend. Um, a guy that we should add, I mean, who who's who's a free agent? I'm trying to think right now. I mean, okay, he's not a free agent. You have to make a trade. Oh, trade, trade, trade. Okay. Is well, that's who I'm thinking of. I, I, I want to make a guess. Is it a pitcher or a hitter? Both. Otani. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently we made an offer for him. Apparently but we made I, an offer for him and they declined it. Okay. So I heard, I don't know if we have enough guys to get Otani, but I heard because I know some people in the Angels, they were going to say Otani's on the open market, but they don't want to rush into anything and they want to trade him this offseason. What if, okay, so let's, let's just say that whatever happens, happens this season. Yep. We win a world series. We don't win a world series. I don't care. Whatever happens. Yeah. But would you trade Juan Soto for Otani? No, no, I wouldn't because Juan Soto is younger, but I don't think we're going to sign Juan Soto. I think we have, you know, I think you can get some prospects in two years. If it doesn't yeah. pan out, that's well. A- keep, keep in mind, Otani almost signed with the Padres. It was between us and the angels when he came over internationally. So he and likes San Diego. He thought the Los Angeles angels of Anaheim was in LA, like the West coast, New York. How did he not understand that? Some people are just oblivious to certain things because yeah, you look like, at the Dodgers, I like your team, I feel like you your team the Mets, and your camp has to do their, but the Mets are huge and the Yankees are huge. Angels have the best player in the game. They have they don't win, but they have the best player in the game. Yep. And they're you in know? their bottom, they're in the bottom third of fan base. So I'm just saying, it's just one of those things that sometimes people don't look into that and they just, you know, I mean, look at Freddie Freeman. If, if, if it's true, when he fired his agent, the, the, the thing Braves is offered him something and like, who would we be able to give up to get Otani? We just literally trade the entire farm away. Like who's left to trade to the angels. We probably made our best offer that we could have made. So how would we even make that happen? I got one person that might work, but I don't want to give them up. Bob Melvin. They don't have a manager up in LA. <laughs> yeah. They can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you know, Gruden yeah. went from, uh, was it L the Raiders to, to the Tampa Bucks. when they won yep. Yep. their first Super Bowl. So I'm just saying, I'm just, True. but Otani, just think about our, in our lineup, if Otani was on our team. Yeah. It'd be ridiculous. It's like, it's like a create a team in, in MLB well, we the would, show on the PlayStation. Let me put it this way. We would basically be the Dodgers going out and just, we'd be better than the, the Dodgers. Well, no, I know. But what I'm saying is if we went out and spent some money or did whatever we could with the angels to get Otani, our, we would have, Almost every single game would be a sellout. Yeah, and for sure. Money come back would be tenfold. So, I mean, especially with our team, Tatis, um, Soto, Bell, Otani, Machado. Machado. Darvish even on the roster next year too. Yeah, I mean, it would just be filthy. So, I mean, I mean, <laughs> guess right. here's the thing. After the trade, I'm just dreaming. Well, let's and let's I have think this dreams are starting again. to become realities with the Padres now. We'll have we'll have to discuss it again when we have a banner hanging up next year and in the offseason because I think that that's something that I would actually like to explore at some point. But as it stands right now, we don't have him. We do have his yeah. Soto, Brandon, Brandon Jury, Josh Bell, and Josh Hader. Those are the okay. Guys so that- let me ask you this: what is what is a what is a win this year without winning the world series? Do we have to win a world series with this team to make it like, okay, this was definitely a win. I think we got to get to the world series. I think we have to get to the world series to, to, for it to be a win because look, 
AJ Preller is is making moves because his job is on the line. If he doesn't win within these next two years, I think he's out. I I first thought that if he didn't win, he would be out this year. But he bought himself a little bit more time because he got the city of San Diego so excited with Soto and he pulled off this crazy deal. But I think if he does not win a World Series or if he does not get to a World Series, he's gone in two years. I think we have to beat the Dodgers in the playoffs. And and I think if we beat the Dodgers in the playoffs, because we're in the same you beat division anybody. as they are, we're in the World Series. But that's really what it boils down to. We have to beat the Dodgers. Doesn't matter yeah. where we end up. If we played the Dodgers in the wild card, it, though it would never happen. Yep. We would all we have to do is just beat the Dodgers. If we can beat the Dodgers, even if we get first place and then we lose to the Dodgers in the playoffs, but we win the division, that's a win. But we have to beat the Dodgers, either the division or in the playoffs for this season to be a win. And we could chalk it up to that. We had some injuries and, you know, but we, we have a team for the next couple of years, really. If you look at it, we have a team for the next this year, next year, well, actually the next year or two. So we're looking really good. The next three this season and two after that are is the window. That's the window. If we don't get it done by then, then I don't know if it's well, ever going to happen. We, we, Trent Grissom's got to pick it up. In the outfield, you he know, has so been, far has been tearing it up lately, but he needs to keep it up. You know, our starting Him. pitching, I felt like the last couple of weeks, the all-star game, they kind of fell off a little bit. They started doing a little bit better. I think the energy, you remember when I was talking about Tatis coming back, how he just brings an excitement yep. back and it's kind of, you, you get excited. Well, you get this energy that you can't describe. Well, your front office goes out and gets a player like this but makes three moves, three huge moves, it all of a sudden makes you really excited. It makes you have, gosh, man, I have all this energy now that maybe it didn't. That's why maybe we actually won a doubleheader. You see you how the team to, is playing. a doubleheader. Yeah, I mean, you see how the team is playing lately. I mean, the day that, that Soto got traded, they put up 13 runs. They smacked the Rockies. And yeah, I completely agree with that. What do you think, though, about, I mean, obviously it doesn't matter because we're getting better players, but they lost some big names in the clubhouse, right? Like, does that kind of, I guess, mess up the team chemistry a little bit? I mean, well, there's so many new faces. I, a couple of years ago, I would have said, okay, Mackenzie Gore was young, so he probably wasn't in the clubhouse. You know, the only person that I think in the clubhouse that was Eric was Eric. And I think, yeah, but Voight too, I think. I they think Voight was that guy that was, you know, that one guy that, that your friend, your buddy that says some funny stuff or wears, you know, that chest hair or those whatever, yeah, you know, never wears an undershirt that you just kind of, it's great to be around, right? you know, but when the nitty gritty, who's going to say something, Eric Hosmer is going to say something, Machado is going to say something. But I think Eric, the last year or two, kind of, he was that beginning guy, like you were talking about. He's the reason Machado came here. He's the reason other guys have started looking at the Padres because you've got him, and then he was kind of started everything, but then Machado kind of came here, was the superstar, but then slowly started taking over where Eric was falling off and not playing every day and not hitting as well. And then this year, I think he he started off great. He was the reason we won a lot of games in April, well, the first month or two. And then um, he just started falling off, and I think he probably just started quite – because, you know, you can't be batting – you can't – I mean – Let's face it. The last month he was batting like 200. Yeah. He was a Padre, but you can't be not hitting and not playing and being like, let's go guys. You got to pick it up. You got to do this and that. Right. It's like, (laughs) 
well, who the hell are you to talk? You're not playing. You're not exactly. good enough to play. Um, not saying they didn't respect him or love him, but I think it just slowly transitioned out. So I don't see as much as everybody misses Eric. It was like already a transitional period the last year or two with Machado kind of being the guy and Eric mm-hmm. didn't have to be the guy. Right. So and they all understand. Then, they all understand it's a business. I mean, you hear that all the time. It's a business. It's a business. And they want to win. Say that because that's when you, as a player, when you go, it's a business, that's you saying F you to the front office because I hate you. That's literally how it is. You just say it's a business. Yeah. That's There's what, not uh, one guy in the game that goes, the only person in the in the game that really considers and does everything as a business would be, well, Trevor Bowers banned from the game. We should have a whole episode and talk about him one day. But is uh, Matt Green is Grinky? Zach Grinky? Zach Grinky? He's a weird dude. Well, because he fired his agent and was like, "Why do I have to pay this guy a certain like four or five percent when I I I have all the GMs phone numbers and I can just make my own deals." <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. He's the only yeah. guy to know to do that. We so, uh we we watched Christian Vasquez get traded from the Boston Red Sox to the Astros as he was like having batting practice in the Houston ballpark. And then he finds out because the press tells him, Hey, you got traded. How do you feel? And he just couldn't even process it yet. And he goes, yeah, it's a business. So that was definitely a big F you. That's what I'm saying. That's what people say. When you say it's a business, you're basically saying F you to the front office. Like what? You didn't even tell me. So I've been a part of situations where I had for three straight years, I thought I was getting traded and my last year, I thought I was getting traded. I was watching the clicker because everybody's like, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. And then all of a sudden they traded, um, you know, Mike Adams to the Texas Rangers. And then he ends up faster going to the World Series twice, but losing twice. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because they were like, Mike Adams, is, you know, I remember the GM telling me, is like, Mac, Mike Adams is off the table. And they were like, they're trying to get a deal done. And some the owner was meddling in and goes, what about Adams to get the deal done? And they were like, we thought he was off the table. And what if he's not? So, yeah. Do but any of your owner messing more ad? Do any of your uh, former teammates th- on the Padres that is have World Series rings after their tenure with the Padres? I can't think yeah. of anyone that does. I don't know if yeah. did Adrian didn't get one right in Boston. No, um, Nick Hunley, I think, got one in Chicago. Did he? Um, I want to say Clay Hensley. You he didn't. He wasn't on the roster. I don't think. He was like. Wow. He got there like in September, but or whatever picked up, and they brought him up, but he would he didn't play in the playoff roster. I, yeah, I don't. Nick Hunley didn't get it. He wasn't even on Chicago. <laughs> no, no, I was talking San Francisco, the Giants. The Giants oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, he was they won from, so many every other year. He was there from 2017 to 2018. So, okay, so he didn't get one. Yeah, I I can't really think of any of the guys on your team that See, that Jay got Dins, one. Maybe got one. I think. Who was he with? I don't know, but he he's the guy that bounced around. Like every year I saw him like in the playoffs going, damn. Jake got two. Jake got two with the Giants. Or he oh, got okay. one. Sorry, he got one with Boston and got one with the Giants. Yeah. So Jake did. I think Cameron Maybin, because Maybin was that I think he got one or two. I'm gonna have to look that up. But he just he for some reason he was like, I would watch him and all of a sudden he'd pitch hit. And I'm like, whoa. So he didn't play all the time, but he pitched hit or pitch run late in the game. And then I think now Chris Young. Yeah. Chris Young won one. Did he 2015 with Kansas city? Well, that's right. He was hurt though. Wasn't he? Uh, he, I think he pitched in that because he was a reliever then. 
Oh, that's right. They moved into the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. So there's quite a few guys. <laughs> it's, I can't, I don't keep track. Sorry. There's, there's a few. There's not a ton. Well, there's what? There's three or four guys. That's quite a few to me. Yeah. But you had a lot of teammates. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's hard to be like, I was with the Mets and we were rebuilding. Then we had a team that got shipped off to San Diego. And then we had a veteran team and then we had a, we rebuilt for a couple of years and then we had a young team. We did well. And then I got traded the next, I got free agent. And then I got traded, traded every year after that. I have a tough question for you and okay. honest answer here. The Padres win a world series within the next year or two. Yep. Is there going to be a little bit of jealousy? Oh, total, total jealousy. Because here's the thing. My last year, I tried to sign with the Padres and I even said I would take a minor league to prove my worth. And AJ Preller said, no. And it's probably another reason I don't like the guy. <laughs> the truth comes out. Well, that's another, that's multiple reasons. Cause I, the way he, that was one reason, but I don't hold that against him, but it's just one of those things that all the, you know, the trades he did early on didn't pan out. And then this, he didn't pan out. The only thing he's ever panned out was right now, this Soto. I mean, you could say. We still don't even know if it's panned out yet. You know, you could say uh, Tatis Jr. Great. Well, he was an A-ball guy. You didn't know he was going to pan out. You could say, well, he brought Eric Cosmer. Well, I didn't think Eric Cosmer was going to get $150 million. We threw $150 million. I didn't even think Machado was going to get $300 million. We threw $300 million. I don't think anybody else was offering that. So it was was a 2015 season that you wanted to be in San Diego? Is that what you're saying? Yep. So, I like... That's the year that they went out and spent all that money, got Justin Upton, got Matt Kemp, got Derek Norris, James Shields, all that. So I'm imagining that it's just really bad timing that he wanted to go out and get all these superstars. But the thing is, I told, I said I would t- sign a minor league deal. And he was like, no, not even sniffing. There yeah. was nothing. Because I, I even said, you know, I had a bad year or whatnot. I'll go there and rebuild my career. You know, a lot of veteran guys go to the minor leagues. And if they don't do well, they get released in a couple of months. If they do well, they get called up if the big club needs it. Yeah. I was willing to do something like that. They didn't want to do it. But then that was also the year that they got rid of Bud Black mid-season. Yeah. So it was just all bad how it went down. Anyway, no, I'll be be jealous because here's the thing. There's two teams, the New York Mets and the San Diego Padres are my two teams. The New York Mets gave me a chance to play pro ball. And the Padres actually gave me a chance in the big leagues where the Mets really didn't give me a chance. And uh, it's just one of those things that those are the two teams I'm really jealous with because, you know, I'm taking the reason I retired and hung up baseball is because I had some offers and 16 to go and play, but I just, I wanted to be home for the kids. I wanted to be home for the family. My son's going off to college this year. He's my third out of four. And part of me wants to go coach, but then the other part of me is like, well, if I go coach, I'm going to be gone for seven months out of the year, not really see my kids grow. And, you know, I have one more and I don't want him to think any less of me than, or like, I, you know, it's like, well, you were just home for the other ones. Yeah. So, and then also having a daughter with special needs, she's 20, she turns 21 next year. And, um, it's, uh, you know, she doesn't want me to go play baseball. Right. Right. (laughs) She doesn't want me to coach. Well, because she misses, she misses me having, I used to take her to school every day and pick her up and do stuff with her. So yep. anyway, family first, I, I really want to, I'm looking to coach high school or college locally. 
Yeah, it's just one of those things that I miss the game. I want to be part of the game. I got all this knowledge for the game. It's fun doing the podcast, but I'd love being te- really teaching guys how to do, how to pitch, how to play, how to think. A yeah. lot of guys don't think anymore. They have all those cheat sheets or whatnot, but um, I'll be definitely jealous. I'll I'll go to China and get one of those fake, you know, Padre <laughs> World Series rings in a year. Yeah, yeah. No, I would be yeah. jealous too if like my high school or my college, college even, team or your yeah. professional team, the team yeah. that you like love that became, you know, is I feel like people knows me as a San Diego Padre more than a New York Met. And it's, it's fun. It really is. And I, I wish them the best. And I, I'd love to be a part of that organization somehow, someday, maybe in a couple of years. We're going to make it uh, happen. You know, hopefully you never know. We'll make it happen. Before well, maybe we close you and out, I, we, we can be a radio broadcaster or something. We can, we can, can do happen. that. In I'd, a couple of years, we'll be those guys on, on the radio talking. I would we, love nothing more. We definitely have faces for radio. Totally. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Your girlfriend well, probably wouldn't agree with me on that one. With that being said, though, speaking of commentators, before we close this out, rest in peace, Vin Scully. I know that you made a tweet earlier today as well. I'm sure he had an impact on you. Um, so I have a, a really video. I have a video of Vince Scully saying, "Opening day, I strike the side out against the Dodgers in San Diego in '09. I was first time I was closer. Trevor Hoffman was gone." And they said goodbye, Trevor Hoffman. San Diego, welcome Heath Bell. This guy is a force to be reckoned with. Those are his words, and that's awesome. It was like, dude, he really said that, and they recorded it for me. And the legendary like, gave me chills. Still giving me chills just thinking about it right now because there's two iconic broadcasters, Vince Scully and Harry Carey, mm-hmm. that just have a voice. That if you hear the voice, it brings you back to wherever you were as a child listening to them. And there's not too many voices out there that really do that. Yeah. And you, so there's only, there's probably only four or five in the whole league that on teams that could say, I remember when so-and-so said this, mm-hmm. you know, Vince Scully, all the stuff he used to say is funny because he used to make some stuff up, but it was somewhat true. Cause like I did many triathlons in the, when I was in the minors to kind of stay in shape, cause my cousin um, got me into him and he used to said, I did full on triathlons. <laughs> and Ironman's like in Hawaii and stuff. And I'm like, those were during the summer, but Hey, great. You know, I just did this, the smaller versions, but, um, you get back into it. <laughs> um, I got to lose a couple pounds and then maybe I'll get back into it. So That's if weird. I get back into it, you got to do it with me. Hey, I'd be down. Would you? I would. I'm All always right. up for a challenge. All right. Next. Well, I'll plan on doing one next year. All right. We'll see if I make it work. My schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next year's kind of soon. I got, I really got to mentally prepare for that. I need maybe like a couple years of mental preparation. Okay. Next year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, we lost a great one for sure. I, I really, I was watching the game the other night and Don Arcilla was talking about how Vince Scully, when he was at a crossroads told him to go to San Diego and yeah. be, be our commentator. So Thank you for that, Vin. But yeah, Padres, we're back on track. Let's uh, let's get this World Series. I, I could taste it. I could smell it. I f- I feel like we're definitely a playoff contention team now, and it's so oh, I, sure. can't, I can't I can't it's express myself over the mic, but it's it's, it's a real deal. It's we're we're definitely a playoff team now. Yep. I was worried that we're not making the playoffs. Now I believe now if everything goes right, all in. We're definitely better than the Dodgers. I believe right now, all in, baby. So. All right, pods. 
Let's get it done, baby. This is Ring the Bell Pods Talk. I'm Nick Kreider. That's Heath Go Bell. Go Padres. Go Padres, baby. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.